This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Good morning. It's Wednesday, August 16th. I am starting this out with, first off, I've got so many notes. So many notes. Um, I, I'm majority of it's going to happen in the newsletter. I'm going to try and keep it to about a half hour. Um, uh, but the majority of this stuff will happen in the newsletter. So make sure you are subscribed. Dailystockpick.substack.com. It's free. You don't have to pay. Uh, it is 100% free. The only thing that I, uh, I charge for is the weekend educational emails. That's it. If you don't want to pay, you don't have to pay. Um, but I do appreciate when people pay. So let's talk about where the markets are. Uh, China's landing hard. And we'll talk about this with Kathy Woods' prediction on China. Remember, Kathy Woods is an economist uh, at, at, you know, at her base. Now, I posted yesterday afternoon uh, this spy chart. This is the four-hour spy chart. And I said, you know, hey, if we have an afternoon rally, that MACD is going to cross up. And that's going to be bullish for the stock market because we do have some turnarounds here that look like they're just oversold. That MACD is down at minus 1.29 on the oscillator. It has not been down here since March, where we rose from 395 all the way up to 460 on SPY. So it, it's been down this low before. Doesn't mean that it's going to automatically come back. Right now, we're oversold. We're not quite oversold. The, the RSI is at 37. Uh, but I do tend to think that you're in August. It's, it's a horrible, horrible month to expect a turnaround. September is even worse. October, you've had your main crashes in October. So you're just in a seasonally bad period. Uh, where you need a lot of catalysts and you're just not getting them. The pain trade. And, and I just talked about this on YouTube uh, live. And, and if you want to go back to, to the live, uh, we're about, uh, what, 29 minutes in. So look, watch the first 30 minutes of the YouTube live, the extended version. Uh, bond yields are on the rise, specifically the 10-year. The long-term bonds are going up. We know about the short-term bonds paying about 5% for like a six-month bond. Um, and numbers like retail sales are going up. Target reported this morning and they, they reported decent earnings. They said, Hey, we might be weakening, but they reported decent earnings and the market is positioned right now, specifically at the end of July, it was positioned for perfection. Uh, the danger is that the market is out of position. So if the market is out of position, we talked about this gap here a couple of days ago on SPY being down around 440. Well, right now we're at 442. You're kind of hanging on to that gap. If that one breaks, you're looking at probably 438 on SPY. Uh, if that one breaks, you're probably looking, I mean, just look out below because you may go down to the 200 day, which is 427. Um, the market will correct. And, and I think what the market is saying to us right now is they realize the Fed will be higher for longer. Um, no analysts, by the way, are taking their earnings estimates down. That's significant. It, it remains the economy is strong. It's not that the, the Fed wants to beat the economy down. The Fed wants to beat inflation down. 
And right now, they're not having uh, significant gains. Um, so if the, here's the thing. If the market was panicked, the VIX would be, it, it's at 16, 16.39. The VIX, remember when I started this podcast, if you guys are part of the first off crew, uh, we were uh, at 30 on the VIX, uh, talking about going to 40, maybe 50. And, and that was last year. Last year was a panic. This isn't a panic. This is a simple pullback of the market got overextended, specifically on the grade eight. Um, you know, it, it, it got extended. Uh, trimming those wasn't, wasn't a mistake. Do you still have downside? I think you do. Uh, I, I, I've been patient with these. Uh, yesterday, Stock Nerd uh, bought Uber. And Uber is one of the ones that I bought at 46, I think. Um, and it's down at 44. Let's see. In pre-market, yeah, it's at 44. He bought it at 44.30. He's buying it on the way down. This is part of the, real, the realization is it's difficult to buy on the way down. But this is when you do buy, when it's down. You know, Warren Buffett always talks about stocks that are on sale. You go to the supermarket. Uh, you know, do you buy the, the, the $9.99 uh, cachet? Or do you go with the store, store brand for $5.99? Your boy goes with the store brand for $5.99. I like stocks on sale. This doesn't mean that, that Uber's a 100% buy. Look at it. it. It's capitulating right there. You've got probably down to the 200-day. I said I wanted it under 40. Uh, I, I said back here I'd like it under 30. I didn't buy it under 30. I bought it up here at four, about 46 on the way up right before earnings. Um, I still like it. I still like it. I think it's a $50 stock. I think as long as they continue to do a profit, I like it. Kava yesterday announced their first earnings since IPO. I typically don't buy into IPOs because they're hype. And you can see how the hype worked. This one, in pre-market, it's up at 50. Uh, I think anything below 50 on this one is good. You, you wanted to wait until their earnings because they are making money. It's a good brand. Um, these are restaurants. I mean, it's Kava Group. I like the brand. I've seen Kava restaurants, and I actually ate at one, I think, while I was on the road. I like it. I like it. Uh, let's talk about Lyft. We talked about Uber. The interesting about Lyft is Lyft was up, what? Uh, it went, we got a buy-in at 11.66 yesterday. Uh, and I don't want to diminish this, but the CEO bought 100,000 shares. Let's go over to... Finviz. And let's see, is it listed yet? Um, yeah, 100,000 shares at 1146. Now, that doesn't mean, oh my God, you know, and a director bought what, 8,000 shares, which is uh, 99. This is a million bucks. Um, it, this was $100,000. Doesn't mean, I mean, listen, you know, these guys basically get paid for this stuff. Lyft is in a price war with Uber. Uber's got the ability to reduce their prices, to squeeze their margins, and shut out competitors. Uh, Uber is worldwide. Lyft is pretty much here in the U.S. So I don't want to say it's impossible, um, but it's going to be hard to, to fill this gap up to 16. I don't think it's irreversible, but since their earnings last time where they announced, oh my God, we have some problems, blah, 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 new CEO comes in, uh, they filled the first gap, went over the 200-day. Now, are they going to fill the second gap? If you use Lyft over Uber, buy it. I mean, I don't. I just use Uber. So uh, Tesla, talking about full self-driving and uh, anything that has to do with uh, 
Oh, God. Trend spider slow again. But Tesla, moving down, it's in the 220s now, the 220 handle. They're cutting prices on their Model S and X in China by 7%. This is of concern because China is the leading market. Uh, they, they basically have a price war going on. Um, you're not in this as far as the four hour algorithm goes. I'd be careful of this one. I think it's coming down to 220. It's at 229 right now. If you want a long-term position, I would probably just start buying. Again, the best time to plant a tree was maybe five years ago, but but the next best time to plant a tree is today. Um, plant your tree. That's what I say. Uh, on the, 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 the flip side, on the flip side, if you think that Tesla is uh, going, can, going to continue down like I do, it's on the downside of this, maybe you want to buy TSLQ. This is uh, a, 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 an ETF that shorts Tesla. Uh, it, it, you know, I think it's TSLI is the levered ETF. You can do your own research, find it out. 3151 was the buy-in. You're almost up 20% in this. <laughs> so I have no, just be careful of shorting Tesla. Careful of shorting Tesla. I, I reiterate, careful shorting Tesla. Make sure you take your profits. Tesla has burned more than one short on the stock side. So make sure you're taking your profits. I want to talk about Microsoft now. Uh, 50% retracement from the uh, previous highs all the way back to. Uh, uh, the 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 most recent highs would be 290. I think Microsoft might get down there. Look at this gap. I mean, that is right at the start of this gap. I think that's, you can see, volume shelf right there at 290. And that's from these highs because it retraced and, and then it just continued to go up. I mean, sure, it retraced a little bit. This was the big retracement in February where it went from 272 down to 250. This is part of that retracement. If the 200-day does not hold, I think you're looking at 290. Am I getting rid of some? No, because I think you know Microsoft, it, you know Sasha Nadella, masterful at hey, we just got Copilot put in here, we got ChatGPT4 put in here, and then you're going to see it bounce up to 350. So I'm not trimming it. I do think at 290, I probably will add more. Uh, China is slowing. Expect Chinese stimulus in September. Uh, and, and part of this is Kathy Woods. This is what scared me. Uh, China is exporting deflation in a more profound way. And the, uh, Tom, uh, Tom Lee believes this too. Uh, economists and strategists, uh, all else equal, the 15% depreciation in the yuan relative to the dollar in the last year should have increased its PPI inflation rate by 15%. Instead, it dropped by 4%. In other words, the deflationary vortex emanating from China is approaching 20%, highlighted by the burgeoning defaults in Chinese real estate and trust companies. Uh, here's, this is where she, she got me. China probably wants to limit, if not stop, the depreciation in CNY, the yuan. To do so, it, would be set, it could be selling U.S. dollars and buying the yuan, effectively tightening its monetary policy and exacerbating the economy's weakness, even as it is easing. In our view, the Fed has precipitated and ex exacerbated the risk of a global deflationary bust. The impact of its record-breaking 22-fold increase in the Fed's fund rate could be hitting China first and spread to the rest of the world. That's dangerous. She's an economist. Understand, her basis is that she's an economist. 
That's that's what worries me. So, you know, take it for what it's worth. Uh, I do think the Chinese companies, I think like Baba is pulling back. I think you can invest in those, uh, but be careful because if China does start to blow up with some real estate stuff and they start doing what Kathy says, which is buying the yuan and selling U.S. dollars, that could reverberate around the world. Remember, they are one of the, top, I think it's the, it's the second largest economy. We may be the largest. They may be, even be the largest economy. I just don't know. But be very, very careful of that and keep an eye on it. Now, uh, and Baba, here, you got out with a 3% gain. You could have gotten out over 100. Uh, you're down at 89 again. It's just continuing to fall. So hopefully if you got into Baba, you got your profits. Um, now I want to talk, talk about PayPal because PayPal, we may be backing up the Brinks truck on PayPal because you know what happened yesterday? Jim Cramer, after loving PayPal at 200, 225, 250, and even 300, Jim has officially thrown in the towel at $63. I don't want to own the stock. Jim has officially thrown in the towel on PayPal. Now they've got a new CEO. Uh, the algorithm got you, at, got you in at 62, got you right back out on the next candle with a 5% loss. They do have a new CEO. He's starting in September. He has a background at Intuit with um, uh, mergers and acquisitions. So I, I, I want you to just keep an eye on it. I'm holding it. I'm holding it long term. I've got it in a retirement account uh, where I do have a losing position on it. Uh, but I think this is, I've said it before. I think if they get things straightened out with their margins, that $85 price target, I think you're fine. I think you come back up and fill at least this gap up to 72. So if you want to buy it, I think you can. Uh, don't fall asleep on SoFi. That's my note in my thing. Uh, while students, uh, student loans repayments start back up and it's September, remember, they will not ding you or charge you interest if you don't pay. If you simply don't pay, there's no ramifications. That's what the Biden administration has said. That's why this stock is falling. Uh, understand, there will be people who don't pay. But the reality is not everyone is tuned into news. Not everyone is tuned into podcasts. Not everyone cares what Biden says. Not everyone is listening to the government saying, oh, my God, you'd have to pay. Do you think these companies are going out there and sending a letter to all of their student loans and saying, you don't have to pay? No, no. It's Congress people who are sitting up there saying you don't have to pay. And nobody listens to those douchebags. So uh, under nine dollars. I, I think this one's a long-term buy. Understand that this one could easily go back down to that $5 range, $6 range. I think that 200 days is going to provide some support at about $7. Uh, but you can see we're below volume shelves. We're not making new volume shelves. You got no confirmation. Uh, right now it's down 0.36%. Uh, the $8 handle may provide some support, but I don't want you to fall asleep on this one. I think this one could be a good one. Uh, let's talk about energy because energy transfer, if you remember, this was the one where they, uh, they, 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 the, uh, CEO bought a shit ton, uh, while it was up here. I think he bought it at 11. Let's see. Let's go over to Finviz. Um, because I wrote this down. Uh, they had the, all the insider buys. Let's see. Energy transfer. Yep. I mean, millions of dollars at between 12 and $13. This one's at 1267. So you can buy with the CEO. Now, here's the thing. Not only is it great, uh, you know, you could get 9.87% dividend yield. 
9.87% dividend yield. I like it. I like it a lot. The CEO likes it a lot. I, I, I think you should get into it. Now, other energy, boil. Boil is under 70. Uh, let's see. It's at do, 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 Trendspider. Come on. 66.30. It is down 3% today. I think you know, you're still in that $66 buy. It's at uh, 66.30. You're getting it just below this buy. The algorithm hasn't gotten you out. It's just kind of flat. I mean, let's be honest. This one's just kind of performing. When it, I, I think you use the RSI, and when you're under 50, I think you buy it, and then it goes over 50. Oil, you know, natural gas is just going to start. It's August. Natural gas, it doesn't have demand right now. But in the winter, you're going to have demand. And if the Ukrainian war is still going on, then yeah, you got a bunch. Uh, I'm going to include Substack is expanding. It's uh, where I host my newsletter, dailystockpick.substack.com. They're turning into a social network where you can like things uh, and follow people. So um, it'd be interesting to see. Uh, I also will include, if any of you want to start, uh, a side gig. Uh, I found this in-demand freelance job pays up to $250 an hour. And you know what it is, ironically? It's writing. And since I started this, uh, th- this newsletter, I have gotten so many uh, social media folks, that, that agencies, hey, uh, we like your writing. We like your newsletter. Do you want to write for us? And it pays $250 an hour because now I have a portfolio that I can send people to and say, hey, here's, here's how I write. Look at how I write. So interesting stuff. Um, another personal thing that I will tell you, episode 100 of the Darwin Awards, n2backpacking.com. I will include the link in the newsletter. This is the uh, Spotify version. You can listen on Spotify. You can listen on Apple Podcasts. Uh, My name is Drone Boy. Uh, That's my trail name. I did not have a choice in it. You can read it. If you want to go to the link that I provide in the uh, podcast, then you can read my uh, my stuff. You'll get to hear. I I just get, I get taken on. I mean, I am, I, I have two incidents where Darwin Award where I should have died. Uh, and we go over those. Uh, I didn't almost die. Just, uh, I mean, it was basically ginger kid being out in the thing. Target reported earnings. We talk about Target all the time. And I have not pounded the pavement on Target because they still have problems. They missed quarterly sales expectations and slashed full year forecast. Uh, it had trouble convincing shoppers to buy more than the necessities. They cut both its full year sales and profit expectations. Uh, they offered a very gloomy outlook. This one, uh, I mean, you've already got what a, a 3% candle in the morning here, uh, and it's down and it's low of the morning. I think it's going to be get taken back. I think you're going to see it probably at this 125, uh, even as sales lagged, the retailer's profits rebounded. Target's fiscal second quarter net income rose $835 million or $1.80 per share from $183 million or $0.39 cents per share uh, from the last one. So um, here's what you have to know about Target. This is a long-term turnaround plan. I don't expect it to get back to its 200-day, which is at 150 on this report. Uh, they still have in- inventory problems. They still have issues. We talk about it all the time. A good company, a good stock with good products, they have good products. Uh, with good earnings, they have good earnings, uh, just not as good before. The management is the issue. And so I, I would look to potential 
of the board maybe replacing some of the management here because they just haven't made good decisions. What was interesting about this one, they said beauty is driving revenue. Sales at Ulta, uh, at Target, many shops inside the store, more than doubled compared to a year ago. Sales of other beauty items rose by double digits. So that's Elf. That is Sherry's Elf. Uh, This is Ulta. Uh, Your boy owns Ulta. I own Ulta, and I think I'm positive on it, but it's it's marginal. Uh, Ulta, as far as the four-hour algorithm goes, let's look at it. Uh, are they getting a boost today? They are up 1% at 460. You are in a buy at 437 here. Bounced right off that gap. Right off that gap there. Hasn't filled that gap. The 200-day at 483 will absolutely provide some resistance on ELF. I'm sorry, on Ulta. Now let's look at Elf because Elf is the one that I probably should have bought when I bought Ulta because that one has just skyrocketed. And it, it, it most likely is not pulling back because the valuation isn't crazy as far as the growth goes. You can see the gap that the earnings uh, presented right here between 117 and 125. You're still in at this 116 buy. Uh, I think I bought Ulta around when it was at 100 and I'd be up 32% on this one. Uh, whereas Ulta, I'm even. Be careful with this one. You got the MACD crossing down. You got the RSI a little high. So I don't know that I'd necessarily get into it, but I do think that they have a significant upside growth, even from here. Uh, I will include the link uh, to the Target uh, article that I read on CNBC about it. TJX, they announced this morning. They beat, I mean, this is TJ Maxx, this is Home Goods. Uh, if you've refurnished a house before, you know, Home Goods has all those cool little things that you buy. Uh, if you need towels, then yeah, you got towels, uh, you know, at, at your t- uh, Home Goods stuff. These guys are up 2.65% after their earnings. They're in that rising wedge. They're above that rising wedge. Uh, the MACD isn't crazy high. I mean, ironically, it's not crazy high. Uh, let's look at a weekly on this one. Um, you're in a, a buy on this one. So, and, and it, it continues to be strong. I mean, this one's well above the 50 day, well above the 200 day. You got well above the nine day. Uh, I like this one and, and I don't think that it's coming back to this $50. You're at all time highs on this one. It's just hard to pull the trigger on that. Uh, Intel is not buying tower semi, uh, tower semiconductors, uh, their, their shares, Intel's going up. It's up by 3% because they don't have to spend the billions of dollars in capital to buy Tower Semi. It was a bad buy in the first place. A bad buy in the first place. So, um, yeah, I mean, just Intel's Intel. I mean, I'd buy NVIDIA over Intel, even though Intel probably is a $50 stock at some point in the time in the next couple of years. uh, I'm just not excited by Intel. Their their chips suck. Uh, Coinbase. Got it. Looks like they got a uh, approval, or they're they're indicating that they will get approval to offer futures trading. Uh, this could mean futures trading on Bitcoin. This could mean futures trading on crypto. Uh, if they get approval to do things like that, you can expect an ETF on Bitcoin to be approved. Uh, Coinbase right now is up three percent at eighty one. If you want to get into this one, I think the 200-day is where the support is at 70. I think you start adding this one when the, uh, uh, when the, the seven handle comes in. I, I, yesterday, did it get to 70s? It got to low of, yeah. In the morning, it got to 79.11. I think 70s is where you want to be at. 
I just don't think even with this this approval, it's just not pushing high enough for me to say absolutely 100% you should get into it. I will include some education about the 50-day and using 50-day um, uh, as a, a, a trade, you know, try and uh, make sure that you have the 50-day EMA. Um, New Trader University put this one in, and it's a great read. I, I like it. I'll include it in the newsletter. Um, so uh, who was it? Chris. Chris. Uh, I don't have Facebook, Twitter, or any social, so I figured I'd shoot you a message on, and he did it on Substack. Again, you guys, if you need to get a hold of me at all, here is all the socials that I'm on. If you don't have any socials, you can write a comment on Substack. It's open to everybody. So if you just go to dailystockpick.substack.com, you can just go to that and, and just comment down below. Um, and, and he did comment down below. The other thing you can do is email me. Up here is my email, and you can just email me. But Chris has some great stuff. Uh, I'm expecting cyclical change to hit pretty hard after the run we had. Been in and out of SQQQ. I do think SQQQ has been the play. You can see. Um, but QQQ on, TQQQ under 40 makes me think that, you know, there's a rally kind of coming. But again, that's just hunches. That's nothing that's in there. Um, shooting for 30 to 45 day hold on that one. SRAT EMA uh, 200 crossed up. He's, he's sharing charts. SPXU, he's sharing charts. QID, he's sharing charts. Side note, I've been working on a strategy. Keeps me in a bit longer than your four hour, but works with certain stocks and longer hold expectations. And he shares a link. Chris, I am putting that in the newsletter. I'm going to import it. I'm going to look at it. Uh, I like it. I like it. You know, I, I took a, a, an initial look at it, but I like it. I like it. Let's talk about scans. First one that scanned uh, is NVIDIA. NVIDIA gets you back in. Back in at, let's see, ba -ba -ba -ba, TrendSpider is working and thinking. Uh, it got you out here with a nice 2% gain, 444.81. And you're at 443 right now. Uh, I don't think it's crazy to buy at that level. I will probably be buying again. Uh, their earnings are coming up August 23rd. Here's the thing that you have to know. They're going to need to blow earnings out of the water to justify that last pop. But with everything that we've been seeing on the free market of buys of NVIDIA chips, they can't make enough. And when you can't make enough, you can charge more. And when you charge more, you earn more. So while it might be that they're going to charge more next year and the revenue may not be realized this year, they're going to be able to charge more. So NVIDIA, I do expect that one to pop again. I expect it to get back to 500. If you get back to 500, that's over 10%. So I'm holding. Uh, I've got one lot down here at about three. I think it was 299 is where I pulled the trigger. And I've got one up here at I think about 460 is where I bought 450 something. Um, so I'm holding both. I'm not selling them, but that's the first cross up. Second cross up is a Salesforce CRM. Uh, we saw this one rise and, and Elliott Management took a, took a position in this one. You're seeing the 200-day provide support, $210.33. I don't think it's crazy. I don't think that you're, you're immediately going back to that 230. Uh, you can see it hasn't been nuts. It kind of capitulates right here at about 200. Uh, they've got a, the second Mark Benioff mentions, um, you know, AI. You're in. I mean, you're at 230. Uh, next one is Shopify. 
And this is part of the core portfolio. I've said this before. I think this is a $70 stock by the end of the year. Uh, their last earnings call, they, they had some issues. Um, they announced that they were seeing some, some weakness, blah, 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 the whole thing. It just got killed. Well, we talk about it all the time. Any reaction in the market is an overreaction. Look at the Bollinger Band sinking up. $55.88. Uh, I will be reluctantly small on this one. I'd love to go big, uh, but I already have a large position, and I believe my average price is around $65, $67, I think. Um, but I do have a large position in this one. Uh, I, I believe in it long term. Uh, you talk to any small business owner who wants to get into e-commerce, that's where they're going. Uh, you know where we got a, a big cross-up? On your boy's number one position, Apple. Uh, here's the thing. I don't think we're done going down on Apple. I think that 200 day is providing that support. You've got one more gap down here to 167. Uh, I do not, do not think you should wait to add. Apple is just one of those things. They're going to introduce the iPhone 15. I will buy the iPhone 15. They are making it in India. They are making it in China. So I do think that they're going to announce the iPhone 15. You will see it with USB-C. Uh, you won't see a huge uh, US population buying it, but there's a lot of upgrades that are available around the world. And China, China, I think they'll start to buy it. Cleveland Cliffs, uh, we talked about this one. They wanted to buy uh, US Steel. Uh, they're down another 1.35, 1.4% today. Uh, we got a buy-in on this one. I think 15 is your floor. This is where the CEO bought a ton, uh, around 15 here, 1576. You're down at 1533. I will be adding more to this uh, because I like this gap down here uh, at about 14. I will be holding off on adding anything until I see some big move because right now I don't see any confirmation. It's at 1532. We are continuing that slide. Uh, TECL got an upgrade update, um, which is a levered ETF. Um, TECL is bull technology bull three times. So the technology has been beaten down. You want to buy something that that's been beaten down. It, it's a three times levered ETF on the technology sector. And it's 4742. Uh, the 200 day right here at 44. Um, you might be able to get down there. Don't know right now today it's at 4749. So it's up 0.42. Um, the day is going pretty well. So, you know, TECL, Okta, Workday, Synoptis. Uh, Workday had some earnings. I think they had earnings or they had an announcement. Let me look at that one. Because this one, huge, it, this is a uh, payroll software company, uh, Workday. You see them on the PGA Tour. They're, they're announcing PGA Tour stuff. Uh, this was uh, 230.93. I mean, from a long-term standpoint, you can't not like this one um, on a weekly. It it's kind of found its way again, um, you know, and, and this is after being, you know, the, 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 the payroll choice uh, for the pandemic last year, it just got beaten down. I mean, we're from 280 and it went down to 130 uh, July of last year. And ever since the, the October lows where it was about 140, your 240 still have confirmation and you're just above the 200 day. So expect this one to get back to its 280s at some point in time. Uh, SNPS and ALGN also had cross-ups. I will include a lot of things that I did not go over in the newsletter. 
So make sure you are subscribed, dailystockpick.substack.com. It is 100% free. If I, I mumble and you don't understand it and you don't get my ASMR, it's Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R.ee slash Daily Stock Pick. And that has all the links that you need. Trendspider, 25% off. Visible, get $20, $20 off your first month of service. The one that I'd really like you to click on, and I, I do think you guys should get, is Weeble, this third one. Get free stocks. And put in $3. You'll get some free stocks. I mean, I think they'll give you like, you know, 30, 40 cents of stocks. It's, it's fractional shares. So depends on how, how much money you uh, put in. I think if you put in $3,000, I think they, they, they try and close to match it or something. But you, you'll get some free shares, however much you want to put in there. But the reason I want you to get it is, is A, they have great uh, desktop software for you to track and chart. You should absolutely be charting. Uh, and B, I like their news. Their news and stuff is just top notch. It's so much better than uh, than than Fidelity's app as far as news and and, and outlines go. Uh, the other thing that I'd like you to do is go to Savvy Trader. This one, Savvy Trader, S A V V Y T R A D E R dot com slash daily stock pick. I've got two portfolios here: the trading portfolio, which over thirty days is down five percent. Daily stock, uh, this is the one that you really should subscribe to. Both of these are free. Uh, and daily stock pick, the, the, the core portfolio, it's just 100 shares of, and I have to put Eli Lilly in here. I just keep forgetting. But it's every, it's the stocks that I suggest that you own. I own all but three of these. I don't own Roblox, um, and I don't own uh, Moderna. Those are the only two I think that I don't own. Um, yeah. I own everything else so that I can see. I thought there were three, but oh, Qualcomm, Qualcomm, I do not own. Uh, oh, and Merck. So four, four, four stocks. I, I don't own those four, but I do think that, the, you know, listen, it, it, I own a bunch of uh, AMD and a bunch of NVIDIA. So I'm in chips. I think Qualcomm is probably the most stable of the chip companies. Uh, but I like the growth of AMD and I like the, the explosiveness of NVIDIA. So between those two, I own a bunch. Uh, I mean, we're talking six figures between the two. Uh, the majority of that is in AMD, uh, which unfortunately just hasn't taken off the way NVIDIA has. So if, if you have any questions, again, daily stock trade, you should be a, a, on Savvy Trader. The reason you should be on Savvy Trader is um, identifying your trades. Because if you're new to trading, you can paper trade on here. You can keep track of it. And here, the history. Put in why. This is where you journal. Put in why you bought it. DraftKings, I bought it, 300. I think it gets back to 30 this week. Um, let's see where DraftKings is right now. It's at 28.18. It's going to be hard to get back to 30 because it's got no confirmation. So maybe I was wrong. Uh, here, NVIDIA, I bought it, it's 468.78. I'm down on this one. Do I care? Hell no, I don't care. It's a $500 stock by the end of the year. I'll buy more. Uber, I bought it, 47.99. I will buy more. Uh, it's at 44 right now. It's continually falling. Meta, I bought under 300. I think 300 is your bounce. I think you can buy it here today. Uh, what's Meta at? Let's see. Meta is at uh, 298. It's under 300. Buy it again. I'm just going to buy it again. Honestly, I'll just buy it again. But you can see going back on here and just make sure. Netflix, 435. What's Netflix at? Let's see. Um, Netflix, 422. I mean, you know, again, you can look at that. You can track your stock picks. You can see where you're at because I do think you should be tr tracking all of this. Yes, I'm down. I don't think I'm down for this. Look, I bought uh, 100 shares of TQQQ. 
um, for a 17.56% gain. That was just on July 19th. And the only reason I did, I, I sold it, uh, I could have gotten out with even more over the next couple of days. I remember I sold it because I, I had COVID and I, I was afraid of brain fog and not being able to get in. So if you have any questions, hit me up. I am going hiking. The newsletter will be out in a bit. Uh, I will talk to you guys later. Have fun.